Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Wanna join me? then you're in the right place. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with my friend, Amanda Rourke. She is an amazing human being. She is a stylist, a salon owner, and overall, just an amazing creative individual. If you don't follow her on Instagram, I would highly, highly recommend it. She does some great um, educational reels uh, with curly or wavy hair. She does awesome um, little creative reel. Just, just a joy to freaking follow. Okay. That's, (laughs) um, in this conversation, we are talking, we're having an open, raw conversation about money. We're talking limiting beliefs. Um, we're talking how we handle money and all of the things. So I very much love conversations like this because these are the kind of conversations that I'm hoping to normalize. So many of us have grown up where we're not supposed to talk about money and talking about money is wrong and talking about about money um, in any kind of capacity is, you know, looked down upon. So I love having these open, raw conversations with people about their finances, about how they handle money, about how they feel about their money. Because one, I want you to know that you're not alone. Two, I want you to start having these conversations as well. Because once you start opening up around conversations that make you uncomfortable, they start to get a little bit easier and then a little bit easier. And then you start wanting to learn something new and then you can start changing habits. So sometimes a conversation like this can be the start of a beautiful new way of thinking. So I very much hope you enjoy this. And I wanted to remind you, if you love this podcast, I would absolutely love it if you would either share it on the gram or if you're listening on Apple Podcast to leave a review. It would be so, 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 so beneficial because the more reviews there are um, and the more the word gets out, the more people find it. 
And I know that I've heard from a lot of you and there's a lot of value in these. I think there's a lot of value in these. Apparently, you think there's a lot of value in these as well. Um, and I would love for you to share it. So if you could do that, that would be amazing. And um, with that being said, here is an amazing money conversation with me and Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. We are going to chat a little bit about money mindset and kind of how it plays a role in our lives and kind of how we try to get through it. You know, all the money things that uh, people are used to hearing on this podcast at this point. But before we start, who are you and what do you do? Hey, my name is Amanda and I live in Tampa, Florida. I'm a salon owner and part-time stay-at-home mom. (laughs) <laughs> I homeschool my daughter. And then, yeah, that's pretty much our life. And we're building a new salon space, like a private salon standalone building on our property. So that's been happening for the last three years. That's been taking up most of our time. How long yeah. have you been in the hair industry? I went to school 2003. Oh, so same as me, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Feels good. <laughs> it's it cr- does like- feel good. It feels weird. I'm like, I'm not old enough to be doing anything for 20 years. (laughs) Um, I have some really cute clients that are now in college. I've been doing their hair since like ninth grade. Right. And one of them literally was like, have you seen the look where it's like dark or red chunks underneath and like a different color on top? (gasps) Is it coming back? I said, yeah, girl. And I felt so old because I was like, I had that when I was your age. Yes. But same. I couldn't resist saying that at the same time. The Christina Aguilera dirty and the Victoria Beckham like Bob was like oh. a thing. Like I can cut that haircut with my eyes closed. Yes, me too. <laughs> and someone would be like, hey, I think I want to cut my hair short. Let me show you a picture. I'm like, say, say no less. More. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I love it. I love it. You know, that before we get into this conversation, we need to talk about the dark underneath and the blonde on top thing because, okay, fine. Great. It was like such a trend. Christina Aguilera dirty, like just made it a thing when you don't want it anymore. Okay. It sucks to get rid of. So whoever's listening to this, if you are younger or I'm assuming our generation no longer wants it, (laughs) but I could be wrong. Yeah. But you know, what's even worse to get rid of? when everyone colored their hair black with a chunk of red or pink in it. Oh, I did that. I did the, I had the dark with red. Like that's like, was the crazy, I don't have crazy hair normally. That was like the craziest hair I ever had. Just a big red chunk in the front. Yep. 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 And that sucked to get out. Yes. Yes. Well, natural wasn't really a thing then. No. That wasn't a look. And it's funny. Do you think that it, look, we're getting off track already, but I really am curious about this. <laughs> um, do you think that natural will ever go out of style? I personally never put myself in a natural category up until these last few years. And I love it. Same, same. I, I love it so much. I love being low maintenance. And yeah. I think honestly, the hair looks better. Yeah. No, you I'm know with you. you. Well, and that's funny because I am a very natural hairstylist. I don't do crazy colors. I don't do like, if somebody wants a chunk, we're going to have a conversation and I'm probably not the hairstylist for them. Like, yeah, I try to convince I, you I, out of it. Yes. I've always loved natural. Um, and I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, I don't think this, this can't go out of style. There's, there's so many people who 
like natural looking, pretty dimensional hair. And I also think about it was probably just our age. Probably. Yes. Cause when we were younger, that wasn't cool to have the natural hair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think back on a lot of that stuff. So, so speaking of age. Okay. So this whole conversation got prompted because I had posted in my stories and I was talking about, um, what stories are you attaching to your financial situation that aren't true? And you DM'd me and you kind of gave me a list of things that you either maybe you're still going through or used to go through or kind of the limiting beliefs behind um, your financial situation. And I'd love to talk about that a little bit today. Do you remember some of those? I have them in front of me if you don't. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say my normal ones when I am feeling this way, you know, it's like a roller coaster of these feelings. When I'm feeling this way, I normally would say like, I kind of, cause I grew up not having, you know, I wasn't like, you know, fancy or anything. So I think some things that are just normal are too fancy for me. Okay. Let's, Ooh, this is a good one. Let's talk about that. So what would be something like that's fa- quote unquote fancy for you? Regular price shopping. Mm, okay. Okay. I'm like, look at me. I paid full price at a real store, not like TJ Maxx or Marshall's or something like that. Right. So do you, do you feel like you still feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Mm -hmm. why do you think that is? I don't know. Cause sometimes I feel like it would like I'm still living in that mindset of like a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars is a lot of money. But at this point in time, like I haven't, I, I get that. Oh, I could add like a zero or two to that. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of money. Right. A okay. hundred dollars is like, you wouldn't really notice it at all at this point. Right. So I always have to convince myself. Cause I used to be the person that would be like, you drink Starbucks and you're going to go broke. The, you know what the I mean? Dave like, Ramsey make choices like that. And now I'm like, mm, I kind of need a sweet treat. I'm going to go get something nice. Right. So just that those little things are a big deal to me that I like go out and will treat myself out to food and things. It's like, look mm-hmm. at me. It's kind of showing myself like, oh, I can do it now. Cause before right. I'd give myself a really hard time about that. Well, because it's uncomfortable, right? Like if you grew up where everything, you know, nothing was full price or, you know, like, like Lululemon leggings is an example I use all the time. I remember when I first found out about these, this Lululemon, this, you know, this idea of expensive workout clothes. And I thought it was fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I thought it was ridiculous. Why would anyone spend that? I was, you know, and I have these conversations with people all the time now. And then I got into like the CrossFit community and everyone was wearing it and like they were cute and everyone's butt looked cute and like nobody could see cellulite, you know, like, (laughs) and I was like, well, I want a pair of those. So my mom bought me my very first pair and I loved them. I loved them. I fell in love with them. So I started buying them. And I realize I still have this, the very first pair that I've ever owned and they still look brand new. Okay. It has been nine years, I think, eight or nine years, right? And what I realized is I was constantly surrounded by the people saying, this included family, friends, saying I would never pay $100 for leggings. 
why would you do that? Right. So like, that was kind of my, why would I do that? Like, I don't deserve that. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, it's ridiculous to quote unquote, throw my money away like that, blah, blah, blah. But what I realized when I started buying their clothes is that one, they lasted forever. So instead of buying $25 leggings every six months to a year, which is going to quickly add up way past a pair of Lululemon leggings. And I started realizing that in certain there's certain like quality over quantity things that I never thought about because it wasn't necessarily a long-term money conversation that I was hearing. It was the short-term what's coming out of my bank account right now. And that's it. And that Mm -hmm. is what I saw getting people in trouble, right? Because it was like this now, this idea of now and not the idea of like the future. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Have you, do you still feel that way or do you? Yeah, it depends. It definitely depends on just what's coming and going with the salon too. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're getting a steady anything. And I think COVID really shocked us into that. Right. Um, So I think now, and I have way different long-term goals Mm -hmm. where before it was just like, I don't know, pay everything, save as much as I can. Now it's like, okay, I kind of want to, we kind of want to buy some land. Right. We kind of want to build this salon. So those, a lot of those little short-term things just don't really do it for me anymore. So in our DM conversation, um, there is something that you had said that really stood out to me. Um, Let's see. We were talking about survival mode. And I said that, you you know, it sounds like at times you're still living in survival mode when it's no longer necessary. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. When I said that, what kind of came up for you? Yeah. Just like if it's not necessary, then you don't kind of like you, not like you don't deserve it, but almost right. Is it a want or a need? If it's just, oh, I want it. Then you're like, you don't get it. Right. And I still have that because that's like what my parents told me, you know what I mean? So I still have that or I feel like I have to work even harder to get something for myself, even though I have the money. Right. Like I wouldn't even notice if I bought something that was like a couple hundred dollars. Right. Like well, it wouldn't even but- phase our family, but I still will be like, no, we can't do that. Well, has there been something that you purchased that you felt guilty about purchasing later? Like what's the last thing? I mean, we've all done that at some point in our lives, but is there something recently that you have done that with or no? Like, have you felt like I want to buy that? I don't deserve it, but I'm going to buy it anyway. And then you didn't feel guilt about it. No. Can you think of something? My husband's way better at hearing, (laughs) at seeing it because sometimes I'm like. Well, as an outsider, It feels like you put your money towards things that you value. Yeah. You know, you put a lot of the house. So when you see like us traveling and doing all that, it's like, look at the travel we're doing. We're camping. We're doing more adventure nature type of things. We're not spending tons of money on these, which I would love to. Maybe that's something I would like to do. One of those type of vacations. Um, Or we put it towards our house. Like we love being at home. You know what I mean? So we put a pool in our backyard, right? Like that's way more sexy to me than like a purse. Yes. So that's, I think that's what I want to chat about too, is like, okay, so you have this idea that, 
you know, buying the more expensive things or the more like materialistic things Mm -hmm. you feel bad about or not bad, but you feel almost guilty when you want them. Right. But again, we like kind of what you just said that you really do put your money towards the things that you value. So is it really, are the limiting beliefs even necessary? I think is what I'm trying to get at. Or is it just habit to feel that way? Yeah, I think it's definitely just habit to feel that way. And we talked about in the DM too, which I also want to bring up is consumerism. And I think that that's a part of it too, right? It's like, okay, I have this money to, I'm doing the thing. I'm building the the space in the backyard. I'm putting the pool in. I'm going on vacations that you love nature, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not just going on these trips because you quote unquote can't afford it. You enjoy it you enjoy this. It's not, you know, so I think it's like a different form of success. Yeah. Oh, I definitely have had to check myself over that over the years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just being like, Oh, I just love the absence of time. Mm. Yeah. That's what I like in nature. I'm like, Oh, I hate because think about it all day long for how many years, 20 we've been doing here. Mm -hmm. How many times a day do you think you check that clock? Constantly. Constant. I have like anxiety over the time. Yes. Like I I checked the clock before this podcast. I checked it like, I don't even know, every 45 seconds, right? Right. I just like touch the time. Can't be late. Can't be late. Can't be late. Yeah. (laughs) Just constant living in that. So it's so nice to be like kayaking and I don't even have a watch. I can't get to my phone because I don't want to drop it in the water. Like that kind of stuff. Hiking in the woods. Like there's no time frame nature. I just have to watch out to see if it's going to rain. Like that's it. Right. So when I'm coaching my clients, this is something that has always been very interesting to me is when we start out, you know, it's the stress around money. Like it's all the limiting beliefs, all the things that you and I are kind of talking about at the beginning of this, um, besides the hair. (laughs) Um, and it's always interesting to me once they like get about halfway through working together and they start to realize, like, for example, I have a client who really wanted to open her own salon. That was like her main goal. When we first started working together, she wanted to get her financial shit together to be able to do that. By the end, she goes, you know what? That's not what I wanted. I actually want to work less and I want to be with my family more. And it was, it's fascinating to me because I think that society puts all this pressure on us or FOMO, or we see what other people are doing, you know, and we think that that's what we, we want. That's going to be our happiness because it's making those people happy. Right. Yeah. But that's not always the case. How, How do you, how do you find what your happiness is? Like, do you just kind of try things? Do you like, how have you, cause have you always been this way? Yeah. I, I feel like I used to be way more, I hate saying this, but like, I used to be way more fun. You know what I mean? Like oh, I, I know. Yeah. That. I mean, I was way more everything. fun too, but I made a yeah. lot of bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But think about now, like my husband and I talk about, it, it's like, what's the stuff you wanted to do as a kid? Mm. Well, now we can afford to do it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so little, like, I get a lot of happiness out of doing really basic shit. Like mm-hmm. it, I can't not jump rope without a smile on my face or go roller skating or just yeah. swimming in the pool. Like just laying out in the sun makes me so happy. Yes. Feeling silly, trying to play drums, like things that I liked doing as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, and trying stuff new, like stuff with my daughter because I'm bad at it. 
So it'll crack her up and it just make us laugh because I'm so terrible at, you know, whatever her gymnastics stuff that I'm trying to, to do. And it's so little things like that make me really happy as opposed to like going out to dinner. I don't know. That just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I'd rather stay at home and like take my plate outside. Right. And think about what you just said too. It's like, it's, it's again, it's what made us happy before all of the people started putting their opinions and their commercials yeah. in there. You know what I mean? And like the, the like I said, all the, time, the shoulds, like yeah. before the should started coming in. And it's so funny you say that because I have been dressing in a way that like my middle school self would have loved. Like yes. I've been back to the wide leg pants and the tight top, like just like the, like, Gwen Stefani TLC yes. like and it's funny because every time I get dressed now I'm like man like why did I ever try to wear all the other like I have a closet full of shit that like was me just trying to be cool or trying to be yeah. like what I thought I was supposed to look like and it's like no I want to be middle school misty with a crop yeah. top and jinkos on <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? think about what you felt before you felt self-conscious Yes. And yes. you'll see it, you know, you see it within your kid, like they don't care until whatever age that hits for somebody, you know what I mean? Where someone says something probably jerk to them to make them feel like that. Right. Right. But like, that's how I feel. I love, I like dressing just to make people almost kind of laugh with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so silly that people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Or I would never think to put that together. I I, I definitely dress like a middle schooler, yes, but way I, girlier than what I did in middle school. But it's so funny to me because I look at other people that dress in a way that I would never dress. And I like look up to them. Like, I'm like, I wish I could do that. Like I look at the like celebrities that just do what the hell ever they want. And mm-hmm. they just feel good. You know, the Billie Eilish's of the world that like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I love that. I love that. Yeah you can have confidence and you can like put things together that like aren't quote unquote on trend or whatever. But then you, you know, go in your closet and you're like, like having to like people please through your clothes almost, you know what I mean? And it's so interesting to me. I went to a three day like educational experience back in April and it had nothing to do with clothes. I did have a conversation with one of the girls who's like a style, like wants to be like a stylist, um, like coach people and finding like, they're like, like what makes them happy. Right. And it mm-hmm. and that like broke something open in me. And I came home and I threw away half my closet because I went, you know what? This is not me. This is not who I want to be. This is not like the future Misty. And I don't want it anymore. And I want to make space for what I want for me and what feels good for me. And it was yeah. like a weird, I never thought like, like, gr- you know, the growth journey would have anything to do with my clothes. <laughs> You can just like reshop your closet. Yes. You know, yes. like, would I buy that now? Does it fit me now? Is it right. my style now? Like, if you wouldn't buy it now, then you could probably toss it. Or putting it together in a different way. That's been something yes. I've been playing with. Like, I would have never put these two pieces together. Now I put them together. I'm like, damn, why does this look so good? Why didn't I think of this? <laughs> yeah, I'm saving those skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all coming back, yeah, right? Well, I'm saving them. Yeah. I mean, I still wear them from time to time, but, (laughs) um, but I love this conversation because you think, you know, when we talk about money and we talk about limiting beliefs, it's not just about the bank account. There's like so much deeper thought to, to the habits that we have around money. And there's so many more things that we do 
that have to do with finances that we don't even realize it, you know? So like even some of the limiting beliefs that you had said, like really they're just kind of hanging out there for no reason. Yeah. So how do you think you could like, well, what were you going to say? I'm going to say, but I do feel like my frugal mindset, if you want to say that, does help me a lot mm-hmm. and save money. Yeah. And putting me in positions quicker than my peers, if we want to compare, which I don't like to do that, but you know, the average person mm-hmm. because of those habits. Do you think being frugal <laughs> is negative? I feel like it has a negative, depending on how you use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or depending on who you're talking to. Depending on who you're talking to. That's the thing. We live, our town is pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. We live in like, you know, you know where you live. Mm-hmm. The fancy part of town, the fancy people, every, all your clients are rolling up in cars that you're like, you can't even, I can't even imagine driving my client's cars. Like, I can't even imagine that for myself. What is your dream? And then I feel bad charging them a certain price. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like a weird. Right. Because you're, you're putting kind of your money beliefs onto them who have very different money beliefs than you do. Yeah. What's your dream car? Um, I would say probably like a fun decked out like beach Jeep kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's Nothing. a forerunner. Mine's a forerunner. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I want like a, like an awesome, I want like a SR, what is it? The SR five or whatever. Like it's, that's, I would be so happy like that. I've wanted it for yeah. years. I don't need yeah. a Ferrari. Right I'm, driving my, I'm driving my dream car right now. I love my mini Cooper. Like I love my mini Cooper. I bought it in full or not in full, but you know what I mean? I bought it like brand new. It's my favorite yeah. color. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's my signature. I'm going to have a yellow car for the rest of my life. So the Jeep has to be yellow. I love it. Yeah. So whatever car at the time becomes yellow, comes in yellow, then I'll take it. And my so, daughter's getting this car. So I have four years. To four like, more. So you start saving for your Jeep now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? So, okay. So we're talking about like being frugal, helping you get what you want faster. I, I, what I'm hearing is that, you know, what you want more than most people, which is so funny. Cause in my head, I feel like I have no freaking clue what I want. Isn't that funny? Really interesting. Let's talk about that. I don't know. I just feel like I'm old, like in my day to day, I just feel kind of frazzled, <laughs> like Miss Frizzle. <laughs> Like I went to the grocery store before this and I'm just like, I have a list and I have my cart, but in my head, I'm just like, 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 I, I don't know. But do you think that, but again, so do you think not knowing what you want, do you think that's because of all the outside noise? I'm pretty good at tuning that kind of stuff out, but when it's a constant noise of like, you're at the salon and all day, every client has like the nails, the lashes, the nice car, cute outfits, nice purses, which I'm not a purse girl. So that doesn't tempt me, but you know what I mean? Like all day, they're talking about all the stuff that they do to themselves. I'm like, that is a full-time job just to maintain your look. Yeah. 
that sounds exhausting, but you do look beautiful. I will give you that. So do you, so you have kind of that pull of like, I don't want to do that, but I'd like to look like that. <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, you know, when you get lashes or oh, know, yeah. your eyebrows done, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is nice. So this is kind of a twist in the conversation, but, um, I was talking to one of my clients. I love clients. Like clients are just, they're (laughs) our biggest therapists. Sometimes I feel like, and I was talking about how I feel like all of a sudden I just feel, I feel like I look old. Like I feel like I look, I look older than I've ever looked. I've got like wrinkles around my eyes. I've got cellulite on my leg, just like all these things. And I was talking about how, like, I'm really considering Botox. I've never had Botox really considering it, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't have anything, but her sister does. And she was like, but do you think that you feel that way because everyone around you has it? And I was like, oh, yeah, all my friends get it, all of them. So when I'm in a picture, my forehead's wrinkly and theirs is not, I think I look older when in actuality, they are actually doing something to enhance it. And I never really thought about it that way. I really just thought, no, I just look old. Like, I think we forget about other people's wants and other people's values and other people's insecurities even, you know, because it can be that as well. And we like, feel like we have to keep up with that somehow when in reality we don't. And we don't. And then if you, I really like to think about like, just how people think the human behavior of it Mm -hmm. and ask like, why? Yes. Like, so why, trust me, I feel the same freaking way. I'm like, that's why I got bangs, girl. <laughs> right. like, hello. That is literally <laughs> why I have bangs. Cause I did Botox. You know, you always have a client that will hook you up and do it. Uh-huh. So I did that. She's like, I give you the most in your forehead out of all my clients, you and one 15 year old man. Feel good. Like, oh, great. Yeah. Like you're going to, she's like to maintain it. You're going to be like an every 12 week. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do it. What if I grow a big giant whatever on my forehead in a couple of years? Cause we just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All that right. stuff kind of freaks me out. And you know what, when I'm in my happy place, camping outside doing that, I don't give a shit about what I look like. I literally don't even think about what I look like at all. Mm-hmm. So do I really care back to your point? It's, or is it the environment and what you're around? You know, yep. I don't think a lot of people ask themselves those questions and really think about it. I don't think they do either. And I think that they should. I read something yesterday about um, when you find peace in your life, you feel bored. And it was very interesting to me because I have been in a bored phase this year and I've been doing a lot of growth. I mean, we've been to retreats together, you know, the kind of Mm -hmm. stuff that happens. Right. Um, And I've been in a very, happy place. Like when, when you really ask me, like, what do you want? My biggest thing is I want a pool in my backyard. Other than that, I really, do it. yes, that's, that's on the list. Um, that and my forerunner, like other than that, like, I love my home. I love my neighborhood. I love my friends. I love my family. Like there's not a whole lot more. I'd like to travel, but I yeah. do that. I do it. You know, I'm going like four different time zones next month. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. so it's not like, I can't even, there's not a whole lot more that I want. And then when I think about it and I'm home all the time, which I wanted and I'm like, wow, I'm a little bored. Yes. Li- you know what I mean? Like I'm a little yeah. like, well, well, should I be doing, should I should be doing more because everyone else is doing more, but everyone yeah. else isn't quite as happy and everyone it feels else weird to have, out. Yeah. It feels weird to have downtime. 
It's a hard adjustment to allow yourself to chill. (laughs) It feels like you're not doing something right. Right. Exactly. And that's what this post was. Um, It was the holistic psychologist. If you don't Mm -hmm. follow her, definitely should. Um, But she said that, you know, it it is, it's because it's uncomfortable because you're not used to it, you know, and, and it's very interesting. So this week, actually, I've been really trying to like, just not do anything like, like I'll go to the gym, I'll come home, I'll grab my coffee, I'll leave my phone in another room, I'll go in my sunroom, and I'll just sit there. And I'll just sit there for 15 minutes or however much time I have. And I'm like really trying to like get used to it and not let the anxiety come in and not go, what should you be doing? What's your to-do list say? Like really just like sit there and it is hard. (laughs) Have you ever read an Eckhart Tolle book? That name sounds familiar. What's the book called? Oh, he has a couple books. Like A New Earth is one that's really good. And he talks about sitting in the seat of the observer. Mm. So that's, that's all you're doing. You're just observing how the birds behave, how the wind is affecting the trees, like, but you're not doing anything. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very interesting. And like, and it's funny too. Cause like, even last night, like there was like a social thing that like, I mean, we were just tired. We we're getting ready for a trip. We're going to Outer Banks next week. Um, I just didn't feel like it. And like, I said, no, which is fine. You know, I I'm good at, boundaries or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then me and my husband and my son had a dance party in our bedroom. And it was like, that makes me happy. Like, sure. I do want more from my business. And there are things that I, I want more of in my life, but like the core of what I value and the core of the happiness and the peace of my life, I already have. And it's like really hard sometimes to drown out the noise, especially when social media is such a big part yeah. of our businesses. And we're constantly seeing like, I'll go on a great vacation and then I'll see someone else's vacation and be like, oh, I want to go on that great vacation. You know what Most I mean? Like, nice. yeah, yeah. Like, like, why do we do that? Like, it drives me insane. And sometimes I just want to burn it all to the ground, <laughs> yeah. like not look at any of it. We, I'm telling you, I could not leave my house for days. Like, I'm so happy at home. I have so many hobbies and so many things to do. Most people, I hate to say it, but most people don't live up to like my standard. I feel like I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't want to hang out with a lot of people. They're just, mm, Mm -hmm. well, I think people are chasing money and they don't know why. Yeah. You know, like, no, I want you to just come over with like, Come over with your swimsuit on, no makeup, and like looking yeah. straight out of bed. Yes. Like if you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. don't like, I don't want all this to do. I don't want to have like a three hour dinner all dressed up. I don't want to do all of that. Now do you do you feel like you have insecurities? I probably yeah, I probably have insecurities of like I try not to dwell on it. It probably depends on the time of the month. Uh-huh where my insecurity is, right? Is it a physical insecurity or is it like in my head insecurity? It's interesting. My daughter said to me, she's 12 now. Mm-hmm. And she, if she goes and hangs out with friends' houses, we live in a very fancy part of town, but we do not live on the fancy part of town. You know right. what I mean? We're, we're like, oh, you crossed the street. I'm like, yeah, we live on that side. But mm-hmm. so she goes to someone's house And she came back home and was like, I feel embarrassed having friends over at our house now, Hmm. which made me feel so bad because 
I'm really proud of our freaking house. We have done so, we've completely flipped, remodeled, done everything to our house. Right. But the reason was we don't have stairs. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So remember those posts a while ago where it'd be like things that you would make, made you think people were rich. Yes. Yes. Like they had a walk-in pantry mm-hmm. or, yeah. or a great coupon in the refrigerator. That was always the one for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like stupid stuff like that. Like that's my daughter's one of her things is like, they have stairs. Whoa. My son says he wants to live in a mansion. And I said, well, what, what can like, what make like, what makes it a mansion? And he said, really big front doors. <laughs> yes. She is very impressed, especially if they have two. Yes. That's what he said. That's exactly. And I was yeah. like, wait, what? That's all you're required. Yeah. We've been in houses with movie theater rooms, gyms in the house, you name it. So you're just like, oh, we live in a 1970s Rambler. Yeah. So that like <laughs> perception, right? Like people's yeah. perception of like, of things is so different, you know? So like, for example, the Lulu, le- le- like the leggings, right? Like there's still people that said this is absolutely ridiculous. And then there's going to be people who probably buy a pair every week. And like, that's like nothing, totally. you know what I mean? It's like, and, and I think that we forget is once you get to the next thing, there's going to be another next thing and yes. another next thing and another, ne- and if you're never going to get there, you're never going to get to that piece or that happiness or whatever, if you're finding it in outside things. It's just not going to happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Money can help you have cool experiences and travel, you know, things like that, the pool in the backyard. But like, is that the core of your happiness? Yeah. You can always compare up or down in any situation, right? So it's like, just do yourself a favor and don't compare. It's a lot easier. Yeah. And most people think about I just, like I said, I like to observe people. So I think like most people, I'm like, when I see someone covered in labels or like, you know, like the typical guy with the big truck, you're like, hmm, we know. Compensating for something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you had to buy style because you don't, you couldn't think to put together an outfit. Like so- my... I try to change my perspective, not to be a bitch. You know what I mean? Not to No, I know I'm the same way. If somebody looks rich to me, I automatically think that they like lease their car or in debt, like, which is not, that's probably a money mindset shift I need to make. But like, but I just think, "Mm, interesting. I bet because I had, so my, uh, one of the salons I worked at, I had two bosses. I had one that was very flashy and very wanted to be always in high heels, always make, like make it like just very, Mm -hmm put to quote unquote, put together. And then I had one that was always like more like frugal and like was very open about being frugal and like, um, you know, sweatshirts and just dressed down all the time. The one dressed down all the time had way more money than the other one. And like, it's, it's fat. I mean, look at the billionaires of the world. I mean, look at the Bill Gateses and the Elon Musk's like, they're just in sneakers and like, you know, and it's like, because they don't have anything to prove to anybody. Yeah. I listened to a podcast about how um, Louis Vuitton does not sell to rich people. They sell to poor people and they're like, to look rich. Yep, yep. Yep. And that really shifted the way that I think about things. Even my Lululemon leggings, like I won't even buy their shorts anymore because I found a great dupe on Amazon that was only $16. And it's like, oh yeah, I love that. Yeah. And it's like, 
Get them I, in every color, not feel I think, bad. Exactly. And I think for a long time I was buying the label, right? Like I was yeah. like, well, no, it has to be Lulu. I don't want the like the Bobo ones. <laughs> and then once I started getting my financial shit together, yeah. I realized that what is the difference? I'm buying these because I want to work out in them. I like the way my butt looks in them. Yeah. Here's if it's a cheaper version that does the same thing. Do you notice? I mean, I just don't notice a lot of stuff like that. Like, what are these shoes that everyone was golden gooses or something like that? I I was clueless for a very long time. I'm like, that one I do not understand. They are so expensive and it looks like somebody's worn them for five years. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I'm like, Hey, you know, there's like a Vans outlet right up the road. You can just buy some. Old. No, no. Right. One well, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to drop hair color on them next week. So I'm not going to be that upset about it. I, I mean, feel like I'm good with that. Think about yeah. our jobs. Everything right. I do I get messy with every single one of my hobbies and my job. I get messed up. So why right. am I getting a lot of money on some clothes? It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, and I, and I would say too, like, you know, cause if somebody wants to buy them, fine. If that's what you love and they make you feel amazing. Great, 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 great. But know why, why you are buying them, yeah. are you buying them yeah. for somebody else. Are you buying them for status? Are you buying them to look successful? If you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. so if you love them and you can afford them, fucking go, yeah. you know, if they're in your budget and that's what you can. And that seems fine to you. Like that's fine. Right. Right. But no, why? I like to buy plants. I do too. I have plants everywhere. <laughs> There's a couple behind me. But... I'm like a hundred dollars for leggings. I'm like, you know, what kind how of many plants, plants I could buy with that? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's a good example. I was at a farmer's market and there was one of the monsterias with the white in it. And it was oh, $25. Wow. Really... It was 25 bucks, 25, it? One, one leaf and a node. Yeah. I bought it. But like yeah. somebody would look at me and go, you put $25 for a leaf. And I'm like, yes, I did. Because it makes yeah. me happy. It hasn't grown yet, but it hasn't died so either. So. Especially if you don't have one just like it, then you're like, exactly. you got so a new fingers, one. Fingers crossed. But so, yeah. So I think that, I think we have to figure out what our limiting beliefs are. Are they true? Right. And like, where are we putting our money that is not getting us where we actually want to be or like getting us in a place internally that we actually want to be at, you know, cause at the yeah. end of the day, that is what it's all about. Period. Right. Yeah, exactly. I want to, for me, it's time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, having more time. Yeah. Experiences. I will spend so much money on experiences. I feel like I'm, I have a savings account of memories that I'm trying to fill is how I feel. Yeah. I want to go to more of those under canvas retreats. Have you seen them? Me They're too. all the Yes. I was looking at them last week, actually. There's a lot of things popping up like that. Yeah. And I want to go to them. Yeah. Like that's the stuff that I want to do. Right. Under canvas is interesting. So, so if anyone listening doesn't know what this is, it is a bougie like camping. They're all over in all the national parks. Um, we went to hair love retreat. They, that was where, what, 2022, something, what, one of the hair love retreats, something like that. And, um, even that was interesting because I had looked those up before I had wanted to stay there before and they were very expensive. Like I forget, I think, 
I think the one that we ended up having um, was like, I think it's like $700 a night if you were to rent. Like it's yeah. very expensive. They're awesome. You have a bathroom in most of them. Like um, it's it's like bougie camping. And then you would like, I would have a conversation with somebody and they'd be like, I would never pay to stay in something like that. And I'm like, really? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, it was very it. nice. <laughs> like, I loved it. So it's so interesting. Again, when we really think about how different everyone is, why we spend our money to try and impress people that are not necessarily impressed by the things that impress us. Yeah. Yeah. You really got to just, I feel like evaluate yourself. Like I feel, ask yourself why mm-hmm. for a lot of things. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? And sometimes you won't know the answer like me, yeah. you know? Sometimes I feel that way and sometimes I don't, who knows? Yeah. That's the, that's the cool thing about coaching, right? Like my coaching clients, it's like, I'm not just teaching them how to spend do spending plans and stuff. Like I'm literally trying to dive into why they're doing what they're doing. And I will just keep asking questions until they have their own aha moment. Mm -hmm. I don't give them their aha moment. It's inside them already. You just have to dig it out sometimes, (laughs) you know, and that aha moment can change everything. It can change everything. Yeah. Just one little thing, something like one time I had a conversation with my dad, my dad's like cheap, cheap kind of guy. He's learning that he he buys cheap stuff and it breaks and maybe he should spend a little more money. Yep. Finally, 60 years old, he's finally figuring this out. And when he says little things to me, just in conversation, casually, something's really, you know, strike a chord with me or he'll be like, you make more money than I've ever made in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, here I am thinking I'm living like I'm broke. And my dad's like, what are you talking about? You've made the most money out of anyone. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess I don't really, I don't do the bird's eye view a lot. You know, I'm so in my day to day where I'm judging each day at the salon and things like that, where I'm like, Oh, I did make a lot of money or I do have this, or I do have that. It's always, you know, that hustle mode really, really effed with a lot of us. Well, I think that's where the gratitude comes in. You know, like I get in that now, even with this business, like I remember where I'm at now. I remember last year wishing I was where I am now but I forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I need more, you know, more things need to happen. This needs to, what's you know, next? And what's, next? what's yeah. next, what's next, what's my next goal. What's this, you know, like, actually I need to sit down and redo that because I literally was looking at the numbers and I'm like, wow, I have hit the goal that I wanted last year, every month this year. So yeah. why do I, why am I like feeling like I didn't? So it's like our feeling and what's actually happening is, is very interesting because we're kind yeah. of feeling that all the old stuff that's comfortable because the wanting more is very comfortable when you're used to wanting more all the time. Yeah. And then it's, sometimes it's hard to sit and go, wait a minute, I've come so far. Why am I not acknowledging it? I've had so many conversations with people who will in the same sentence, they'll say something they want. For example, one of my friends, she was talking about flying first class. I want to fly first class everywhere I go. That's what she said. And we had just had a conversation about like two trips that she went on that she flew first class. And I said, wait a minute, you, you just told me you flew first class on the last two trips. So you're, you have the thing that you want 
And she was like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, we're just in the day to day and we just forget yes. that we're actually, we're creating the thing that we want. So we do, we need to look in the mirror, you know? Yes. Oh and man, if you so much don't have do. what you want, it's time to look in the mirror and figure out where, what part you have in the situation. Cause I know when I was like in my $48,000 in debt and like struggling financially, it was everyone else's fault. It was the government taking taxes. It was, you know, I didn't win the lottery that I never played by the way. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, I didn't come from, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't come from rich parents. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't my choices and my actions that put me there in my mind at that time. So if, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not where I want to be. I wish I had that happiness. I wish I had that peace. I wish I was bored. Right. Sometimes you do have to kind of just sit down and go, what part do I play in this situation and what can I change? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a major change. It could be something simple like make coffee at home. I know that's such a played out thing, but it's kind of true when you think about it, especially if it's you and other people in your house doing it. Right. Right. You know, like yeah. I always, I always make leftovers and bring leftovers for lunch. Always. Oh, Mostly. I have not door in five years. Right. Yeah. Like, I, haven't, I never get, I, I always bring my own lunch, but that's just habit now. And it's also because I want to eat like right when I can. I don't want to wait, yeah. but that's a yeah. whole nother thing. <laughs> Diet, the whole thing. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole thing. I have a lot of stuff like that, that I'm just like, you know what I would really like to do to spoil myself? Something stupid, like not a big thing that I could easily do. Yeah. I would like to toss out all my underwear and start new. Oh my God. We had a whole, my neighborhood group text was all about underwear the other day. And we were talking about how it's so nice. She was like, am I the only one who will wear underwear until there are holes in them? And I was like, you're not. I like forget that I have to buy underwear. <laughs> They, well, they have to go through a cycle, you know what I mean? They become period underwear and then they fade, you know, yes. they fade out. But I'm like, wouldn't it feel good just to like scoop all these old, I got, a, you know, you got a lot and then all get nice, like soft yoga panties or what, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, so I'm going to challenge you. I want you to do that. No, no, week. I'm saving for the salon. My, I'm over budget the salon. I'm not doing it. How <laughs> much are underwear? Cause I'm pretty sure they're like, like five for 20 at target or some shit. Like, <laughs> but little stuff like that. You're like, you know, what would be so nice. All new bras, yeah, new well, bathing that's, that's suits, a whole like something, expense, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> but you're like, Oh God, no, no. Cause that could be a couple hundred dollars, but it doesn't have to be. And, and if you plan for it, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. So for example, if you I, went, okay, next month, I'm going to do all the under. Okay. First of all, how much is that going to cost? Go on the website and find out. Cause it's probably going to cost me. If you're going to do all new underwear, maybe 50 bucks, maybe depending on where you're getting them from. Like where do you get your underwear, underwear from? Do how what? many pairs do you wear? I need, I, mean, <laughs> I need a color <laughs> option for every gut. <laughs> but I mean, where do you buy them from? Cause like target, isn't it like five for like 20 or something? So you're only going to get 10 pair of underwear for your whole drawer. <laughs> I think I only have about 10 pair. I don't think I have what? that many pairs of underwear. <laughs> How many underwear do you have? Oh my God, hundreds. Well, then you need to start saving now. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that would be such a treat. <laughs> but I mean, there are ways to do, right? Yeah. So like, so it's funny we're having this conversation because this is very opposite of a lot of conversations I have. Because a lot of conversations I have are, are I'm buying it immediately and that's what gets them in trouble, right? Like they want it, so yeah. they buy it. And then they realize that they spent a thousand dollars a month at Target that they never planned for. Oh my God, I could so, never. Well, and and honestly, I don't think you should if it's not something that you need or want or you yeah. know what I mean. But I do think that you have to realize that you deserve new underwear <laughs> or whatever you know the metaphorical yeah. new underwear. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's not, and you don't have to throw the whole lot out. You can buy five new pairs. Yeah. And I do, of course, I do do that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? The fantasy <laughs> of like stacking them all in. Uh, yeah. Like a Victoria's Secret drawer that you <laughs> yeah. pull out and they're like perfectly folded. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. Well, I'll tell you, Amanda, yeah. I want a text <laughs> saying Every that you bought new underwear. <laughs> new underwear. <laughs> Don't put this in the podcast. I don't know why um, I'm doing that. <laughs> um, you know I don't edit, right? <laughs> it's fine. If anyone knows me, they know. So I think that the whole, like, this whole conversation I love because, I, I mean, I talk a lot about, like, what success is to somebody because um, it's been different. It literally anyone that I I interview, their idea of success is so different. And I just want you to know that just from this conversation, what I have learned is that you have so many things and you have so many things that money cannot buy. And you have like so much peace that a lot of people are trying to find with their purchases. Yeah. And I think that you should really like celebrate that, like, and buy yourself some new underwear. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree. And I feel like I am celebrating. Think about I'm building a freaking, yeah. however much this is going to end up costing me salon. So that's like, I feel like I can't truly like breathe or do anything until that's finished. Cause it's such a big thing, you know, and, and we want to like, we want to pay for that salon and when we're done, like it's paid for, I don't right. want to have to loan money. So to me, but like you a, can celebrate without spending too. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely will. Yeah. Dance. I like the dance part, the home dance party too. Oh, it's my favorite. It's I love it. Yeah. I love a good jam at home. I had one before I hopped on this podcast with you today, just so you know, I've like, so I posted it last night, actually, a, a, a Whitney Houston song, and I have been on a Whitney Houston kick. Okay, for I was going to say, what's 24 your, what hours. I don't know. I just, I don't know what, what it is. I was like, I just, I've been in the car, just like, want to dance with somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like- I love the diva. I love the diva. <laughs> I was in the car running errands, listening to the new Miley Cyrus album. Have you heard, listened to it? No, like is Miley? it good? It's I do. so good. Okay, I do like her. I don't listen to her often, but I do okay. like. I, I the listen new to her album usually. Is, yeah, the new album is so good. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, so let's. So first of all, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your openness. 
Thank you for coming on here and having this conversation. Um, it was fun. And I think it was, I think it's a really good one for people to hear. I don't think people realize how much the outside, I mean, we talk a lot about how much the outside world like puts like, like limiting money beliefs on us, but I don't think we realize how much it actually puts our spending, like, like forces us to spend, you know? Yeah. So, and our industry also, yeah, this hair industry also anything in the beauty world, we're so, it's so normalized to us Mm -hmm. that we think we have to have all those things. Right. Do you know what I mean? Cause we just see it. I mean, everyone has it and you probably got a friend that does the service. So. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's so true. I know. I need to remember to get caught up in like, I do all the things Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. No. And I've done all the things too. You know, it is fun, but yeah, I know. I miss my life. But, and there's ways to get the look without the money and the, so like, for example, I used to love lash extensions. It just kind of got to a point where I couldn't do it every, I needed it like every three weeks. Um, so then I went to a lash lift that's Mm -hmm. every six to eight weeks. Great. I do that. And then if I want an extra boost, lashify is amazing. So yeah. So I can just add my own fake lashes when I feel like it. There are ways to kind of get things without, you know, wasting, I don't want to say wasting all of your time, but using up all of your time and all of your money and still getting the thing, but you got to know why you want it. That's, I think that's what I've taken away from this whole conversation is like being intentional about where your money's going, you know, what you're doing with your money, why you're saving your money. Cause just saving it to save it ain't going to do nothing either, (laughs) you know? So, So thank you so much for this conversation. Um, and I hope I get to see you this year or next year. This year is over. That's crazy. I can't wait to, I hope next year is a good year for me in the salon. I know it's going to be. It will be, especially in your new one. All right, Amanda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one.